Bulls are set to face off against the Indiana Pacers tonight, a game that the Bulls absolutely do need. Both teams come in losing seven out of their last 10 games, and the Bulls just losing a very tough game against the Phoenix Suns. We're going to talk about that and dive into the bell bag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, and if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes right off the top. Now, let's get into it. Bulls face the Indiana Pacers this afternoon, and this is going to be a game that's important for the Bulls if they really want to try to stay into that playing area. You already know, we, we talked about it on yesterday's mailback episode. It's going to be a very tall order for the Chicago Bulls to be able to uh, to get into that plan as the teams that are above them have been winning. They don't own the tiebreaker over the Toronto Raptors. They're not statistically eliminated at all from the plan. So don't want to act like it's no chance that they make it. There absolutely is a chance, but the Bulls are going to have to take care of business against teams, especially teams like the Indiana Pacers, the team that at least on paper, the Bulls should be more talented there. Now, Coming into this game, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Aaron Naismith, both players that have hurt the Bulls at times, especially Naismith, um, they're both questionable for this game, so we'll see what uh, if they come in and play. Um, but at the end of the day, like the Bulls are going to have to, regardless of who's in front of them, find a way to take care of business. How do the Bulls do that? Very simple. Well, it's very simple as far as the list of things. They need to rebound the ball well, limit turnovers, shoot the ball efficiently, and play with four quarters of defensive intensity. That should be the basics of anything that the Chicago Bulls team comes in and do. That should be what we expect from this team to be able to do, right? Yes, there's going to be games where they have more turnovers than not. There's going to be games where they're cold from shooting from a team. But if you do at least two out of those four things, the Bulls can be in, in well, punch with, with most teams in the NBA. But as we know, it hasn't always been that way. And the Bulls, because of their lack of a modern offense, the fact that they don't shoot threes, they have to be highly efficient in everything else that they do on the offensive side of the ball. It's just math. When you have teams that shoot the volume of three-pointers that uh, they do in the modern-day NBA and the fact that the Bulls are the lowest in the NBA with that, that means you're going to have to execute, maybe even get to the free throw line more, more than average of the other teams. The Bulls haven't consistently done that. So the Bulls have to take this game seriously. I think that they, at least I hope that they will, if they're half the goddamn team that we hope or need them to be. And uh, the Pacers are a tough matchup for the Bulls. Dr Drummond and Vooch are going to be highly important in this game, especially when you look at the opposing centers on the other side, Miles Turner, Jalen Smith. Those are both two centers that are going to be active. Uh, Miles Turner having one of his better seasons. Uh, Jalen Smith, we already know what he can be a dog on rebounds and blocks at times. The Bulls have to be locked in in this game. They have to play much more consistently than what they did, especially in that in the second half of that Phoenix Suns game. Now, can the Bulls do it? Yeah, they have the capability of doing it. The biggest question is, will they? Uh, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, so, and Nikola Vucevic right now, uh, he's averaging a double-double on the season, 17 and 11 on the season. Uh, he's recorded a double-double in eight of the last uh, 10 uh, Chicago Bulls games. Now, again, we've lost seven out of the last 10 Chicago Bulls games, but we need Nikola Vucevic to be locked in. We need him. The, the offense just looks better when Vooch is going, and it's going to be up to the head coach, Billy Donovan, to continue to go to him, but Vooch also has to get his spots he has to shoot the ball efficiently. He has to do those things, pass the ball well, which are all things that we know Nikola Vucevic can do. One of the other questions coming into this game is who's going to be in that starting lineup? Did Patrick Williams show enough to Billy Donovan that he now goes with a more traditional lineup as far as size? Or do we see basically four guards out there with Andre Drummond again? 
Those are the questions that come into this game. Zach Levine's been really efficient um, on the offensive side more times than I really think the last game against the Suns was the only game in which he just shot a bad percentage overall since the All-Star break. But as we've said, and I've talked about here, we need that efficient um, elite offensive player in Zach Levine to be on for the Bulls to do anything over the back half of the season. So, you know, that's kind of the thoughts you guys know. I've been past predicting Bulls wins and losses since like 20 games into the season. At the end of the day, I want to see this team compete. And it, it sucks that we're still talking about that, still questioning hard at times. Um, you know, it is what it is. We're going to need the role players to step up. Whoever is on that bench unit, whether P. Will's back in that bench unit or the starting lineup, we also need an aggressive P. Will um, in that game because that just helps the Bulls. And P. Will just needs to start crashing the damn boards, man. Um, but, you know, so those are the things surrounding the Bulls. Javante Green, of course, is still out. We don't know what's going on with Derrick Jones Jr. He hasn't played very many uh, minutes for this for this uh, team, even though he's not been listed on the injury report. So we'll see what's going on with that. Carlick Jones as well just got moved, assigned back to the Windy City Breeze, which is like, it raises the question, why did you even convert his deal, right? Why did you convert his deal so you just don't have an open roster spot? Because um, you, you, you converted his deal to an to a actual NBA deal, and then you immediately the next day assign him to the Windy City Bulls. This is at the same time. Goran Dragic has been signed by the Milwaukee Bucks. I think we still got one or two games left against the Bucks too. Watch Goran Dragic cook. Just watch it cook. That's just that's just the way things go with the Chicago Bulls team. Watch Goran cook, and we're going to be sitting there like, this is the guy we gave up. And especially when we play such a heavy guard lineup and rotation. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to get on a tangent on that, man. It's Some of the things with this team are just extremely frustrating at times, but we'll see what team, what version of the Chicago Bulls shows up today. Do they give the necessary effort? Do they, they're one and a half games back of a playing spot right now. Every win, every game matters more for the Chicago Bulls than ever before as we finish out our last 18 games of the season. So we'll see. This has been an up and down, rough season. No, it's been more down and up. I can't even say it's been up and down. It's been a very down season. So we'll see what it means for the Chicago Bulls. We'll see how they come out, what the energy is. They come out with this game and how they execute. Does Billy Donovan have a better coaching scheme and philosophy? Highly doubt no bag Billy does, but we'll see. Um, but, you know, going into that, this is Sunday, so it still is a mailbag episode. Let's get into the first voicemail today. This one's from Michael Korn. Good morning, Hayes. How you doing? This is Michael Korn. Uh, the morning after the Phoenix game, uh, I watched uh, first, third, and fourth quarter. I didn't watch the second quarter because having dinner with the family. Um, uh, I was watching in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know if you've covered this because I've uh listen to or watch anything, read anything after the game. I just had my own uh, thoughts uh, marinating. And that is uh, in the fourth quarter, down by about 10 with about seven minutes to go or so. Uh, the, the, the Bulls were still battling. And then uh, Vooch missed, uh, or they had a couple of uh, bad possessions. And then Vooch missed a uh, shot. Man, he airballed that thing, at least what it looked like. And then the team just gave up. And the reason it pisses me off so much is it highlights what the Bulls have been all about. Uh, the, you know, the reason they give up leads is they give up. And I was thinking, why do they give up so easily? Uh, they had a chance against Phoenix yesterday. You know, they, uh, uh, it was kind of a long time. They played, I thought they played great, but everyone knows the Bulls can't, uh, their offense sucks. You've, talked about like Billy Donovan running a 90s offense uh they uh Phoenix took 47 threes we couldn't cover I don't care how good your defense is you can't continue to cover 
um, 47 threes. And, uh, and by taking that many, they made 20, uh, 13 more than us. That's 39 points right there. Um, so Bulls are playing. Billy Donovan's running. They're playing losing basketball. And, uh, uh, and it's hard to sustain when, uh, there have been so few wins so far and in between, it seems like. Anyway, man, uh, love the show. I'll be listening to your mailbags and, uh, the, and see what goes next, man. But I feel like we've been sold a bill of goods by the Slunt office, uh, and ownership and, uh, you know, uh, got tired of the roller coaster. But in, in any case, uh, the Bulls need to change how they play. As simple as that. I don't care who they have on the team. Uh, they've got to change. I'm tired of Vooch, uh, tired, tired of, uh, the play. Hey, man, have a good one. Thanks a lot. Michael Korn hitting on a lot of the things that we've talked about before. Yes, the Bulls need to change their play. It's just simple, Matt. When you look at the Bulls and, the, and the, their, their limitations from three-point line, like I said, the Bulls are going to have to be an elite offensive team in every other aspect of the game to just keep up with the modern-day NBA and how they shoot three-pointers. It just isn't how you guard three-pointers as well. We've seen times where the Bulls have not guarded the three-point line. Well, now they've been better over it. Better at it over the last few games. Uh, well, really, honestly, if I'm being honest, probably the last 15, 20 games, the Bulls have been way better at defending the three-point line. But at the same time, you don't hit very many threes yourself. So in any threes that a team hit, it just means it hurts the Bulls that much more because we are not a high-volume three-point shooting team. When you look at the, the Chicago Bulls, the only real threats we have from the three-point line are Patrick Williams per, by percentage, which he's still you know, we still have our issues with how much he actually is going to shoot the ball. Zach Levine and Kobe White. Kobe White's having his worst shooting season as well. So, uh, you know, that, and that's why I've been so vocal at saying, like, the Bulls, regardless of what happens this season and how we finish the season, we got some serious work we need to do in just the makeup of the roster. You know, you hear people say, oh, we need to add a couple of shooters. We need so much more than that. We need some size. At some point, you know what? We got a voicemail on it, so I'm going to save it. I'm, if you guys can't tell, I'm kind of frustrated with this team here lately. But... Um, so, yeah, great voicemail from Michael Korn. The Bulls do need to evolve their offense. I don't know if we can trust Billy Donovan to be the one to evolve it. But, hey, you never know. If, if AK and Eversley change this roster in a way that Billy it forces Billy Donovan to change the way that he has played and used players, then we'll see what that means. But that we're not going to see that definitely not until next season at the very earliest. And even then, I don't necessarily have the highest hopes for. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one is from Nelson Reed. Good afternoon, Hayes. Hayes, my name is Nelson Reed. Hey, I was born and raised in Chicago, but I live in Denver now, Denver, Colorado. But I watch your show every day. And, uh, man, I love all your comments and all of that. I love your feedback. Uh, I just got a couple of things I like to say about Chicago Bulls. I truly don't think they can win, uh, with, um, DeMar on the team. I don't never see my man playing no defense. And yes, they probably can win 50 games one year, but you cannot win in the playoffs if you play no defense. And the man don't pass. I like the team they got right now. I do believe they should be keeping Vooch. I think they just don't play him right. I don't know if you can get another big man with that kind of talent this time of the year. Uh, I just want to know your opinion on that. Again, my personal thought is you cannot win with DeRosa, period. Um, him and Zach and Vooch, there's just not enough defense there. And also, I don't think it would hurt to go out and look for a nice fast four. You're giving up too much height, and you're putting too much work on those guards. Yeah, they, maybe they play a little defense, but at some point, that's going to wear down. Anyway, give me your opinion. Thanks. All right. Nelson says he does not think that, that we can win with DeMar DeRozan on this roster. It depends. Like you said, we can win a lot of regular season games, um, but ultimately, and you know, even in the voicemail yesterday, where you had, I saw, I saw a lot of people in the comments defending Billy, defending DeMar. Like, it's it's amazing to me how many Bulls fans, like I've said this before, as a, as a fan base, we get stuck in a mindset. We are a 29-win team, and people are saying, well, we well, DeMar adds to winning on this team. So 29-win team, all right, cool, right? And we've already seen what DeMar has done with a way deeper team going to the East. The, the fact of the matter is with, with when it comes to this with DeMar, it just does not fit. And, and there's no realistic timeline for the Chicago Bulls in which they are able to put a team uh, uh, together that can be a contender in DeMar DeRozan's time left in the NBA. There's not. Unless DeMar has found the fountain of the youth truly and plays another eight years, six to eight years, it's highly unlikely that in the amount of time that DeMar is here, we are able to put a team on the floor that is looked at as a championship contender. Can we put a damn good team on the floor? Yes. Can we put a maybe an ECF finalist on the floor? Possibly, right? There, there are those chances. But, at, but when you're building a team, you have to look and evaluate the team, honestly. And I think so many Bulls fans are so caught up in being dazzled in what he did in the fourth quarter last season. And I've already given the numbers. DeMar DeRozan has been worse, worse in the fourth quarters, fourth quarters this season. He's averaging almost a point less per shot than what he was in fourth quarters last, last season. He's, at, he's shooting a worse percentage. He's taking less shots as well, which can contribute to those other things. And he, he's just not being an effective player. And then to, you, to your point, the defense. Right. And the passing and people try to use in the same sense. Zach Levine compared to DeMar DeRozan. Zach Levine is a lockdown defender, especially this season. Zach has taken leaps this season defensively. DeMar DeRozan is one of the worst defensive players I've ever seen on a basketball court, period. And that's just is what it is. And again, 
That's not to say that you can't still build a team around DeMar DeRozan that can win. This is not to say every, every player has their limitations. But, but DeMar DeRozan's specific limitations also play in to a lot of the overall weaknesses of the Chicago Bulls team. When you look at lack of three-point shooting, DeMar is not going to be a three-point shooter, right? When you look at defense, especially in crunch time and meaningful games, DeMar DeRozan is not a plus defender. So, I, again, this is not to say DeMar is a bad player. It's not anything like that. But when you look at like what DeMar does and what he excels at, it also takes away from what Vooch, who to the to Nelson's point, Vooch is a there's not very many centers better than Vooch in the NBA. Some Bulls fans, they they just focus on what Vooch doesn't do. When you focus on one thing Vooch doesn't do, yeah, you can absolutely find better defenders than Nikola Vucevic. And even some people, I've now seen people add to the story with the whole pep. Oh, well, he didn't like to be called out in practice. Like, come on now, Bulls fans. Like, let's be realistic in what we see. And that's that's the thing that the objectivity in some Bulls fans is honestly just disgusting, um, to be honest, because Nikola Vucevic, while he has super big limitations, I'm telling you right now, you can pick the best defensive center in the league. Well, no, well, we put, are we saying Embiid's the best? If you're just putting in just a defensive center, it does not help the Bulls in what some of their areas are in offense. Keep in mind, the Bulls are technically top five defensive team in the NBA, right? So, yes, we can get a better defensive center. We can get a center that is more versed. I would love to have a Joe Kim Noah type center on this roster. Don't get me wrong, but you know what? Joe is also a great passer. If you bring in, and here's what I'll say, we, there, we can bring in a defensive center to replace Nikola Vucevic, but that center is also going to have to um, be able to be a great passer, especially out of pick and rolls. Um, but they, they're going to have to be a great decision maker as far as that area. They don't have to have the offensive skill set of Nikola Vucevic. But I tell you what, if you bring in a defensive center that cannot stretch the floor or cannot hit a mid-range shot consistently with the way that DeMar DeRozan operates on this team, they're going to be a fail as well. So the, the what AK is built here with this roster has left so much to be desired. And that's why he has to go and do some wholesale changes in the, in the offseason for this team. But, you know, I, I, DeMar, at this point, I do think that eventually if we Bulls want to get net the most back, it may have to come via DeMar DeRozan. But we'll see. We'll see what AK does in this offseason. Let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, Paige? This is Shay. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but you know that Zach plays well or seems to get his confidence when another another voice, voice veteran leader type player is playing with him on the team. Think about it. When Thaddeus Young was here, even though we didn't make the playoffs that season, Zach Levine played pretty good. And now that Patrick Beverly is on the team, I mean, yeah, Zach still has some players where he, where he has bad IQ, yeah, but if you notice, Zach Levine tends to increase his play a lot. I think Zach Levine is the type of player where he needs players who are vocal in order to help him him try to become a better player. Now I don't know now that may not make sense but like I think like if he had like a player playing next to him like a Chris Paul or maybe like a I don't know, maybe a you know, like a yeah, Chris let's say Chris Paul. Because I see what he's doing with Patrick Beverly. I mean he tends to play a lot more better than more times than not. Now don't get me wrong, he's times to play overall but like when it comes to like winning basketball, if you notice, like he tends to play winning basketball with those type of players. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. All right, and Shay saying Zach Levine playing better with veterans, right? And this, this this is a great point from Shay. Shout out to Shay here. Um, Shea, uh, Zach is, and you know, 
The thing is, is Zach Levine's basketball IQ, and right, and he is not the player that you want. You want him to have control of the ball in fourth quarters and decision making because he has that low basketball IQ. So, in all honesty, yes, Zach Levine probably does play better with veterans and having a veteran or again a game manager, somebody who is a really good point guard next to him and ha- has that high basketball IQ. It helps Zach Levine. It helps him be a more efficient player. It helps him focus on the things that he does well and takes the ball out of his hands for some of the things he does not do well. That just is what it is with Zach. Zach looks like an efficient offensive player when you have high basketball IQ around him. And he's done that also before. Let's keep in mind, at Zach Levine's most efficient season, we still had Kobe White starting at, at, at uh, and Archie Diacono and players like that at point guard with him. But I still do think like, and you, you didn't say point guard, specifically you did say veteran players. You do need to surround Zach Levine, I think more so than just veteran, high IQ basketball players. That's what you have to build out with this with this team if Zach Levine is going. And like I said in the last voicemail, DeMar definitely has his fault. Zach Levine has them too. It's not, and you know, some Bulls fans has the thing where it's like you praise Zach and then somehow you're you're crapping on DeMar. If you praise DeMar and somehow you're crapping on Zach. Let's, let's be clear. Both players have huge glaring limitations to their game. It's just one is considerably younger than the other and it makes more sense to move forward with the younger player considering how far we're around. But Zach Levine, you still have to build a very particular and specific team around Zach for him to be at his best and his most successful. And as I've said before, and as many of you guys have pointed out, and it's not wrong, if Zach Levine is ever going to be on a championship team, he's probably second or third on that team, the best player on that team. And that's real. But you have to have a team full of high IQ basketball basketball players on the team with him and a coach that, that can create the correct scheme to put Zach in the right positions and take him out of the situations that aren't aren't the best for him and his basketball IQ. Again, this is not it's not about praising one and then that means the other sucks. Like they both have highly big limitations to their game that affects the way you have to build out a team. Big, big glaring holes in their game. Um, so you know, we'll see what AK and Eversley can do in this offseason to kind of counteract that. Because you do, you have to pick a path. And that's been the biggest thing for me this this uh going into this offseason. AK and Eversley have to pick a path you gotta do it and we'll see if they can do it we'll see if they will do it but that's it for me for today make sure you guys uh hit, hit, hit the subscribe button make sure you guys also tune in because it's game day so that means we'll have our pre-game halftime hangout and post-game show all live today but make sure you're also following the show at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bull at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail the number to do so uh, 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls later because of you guys and like I liked in every episode on go Bulls love you guys see you right if you can y'all peace this has been a presentation of the break break media Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 